larger than I anticipated. Oh, God. When it's <coughs> certain consistencies will sneak up on you. You don't. <coughs> oh, my God. You don't realize the density of some hash. <sighs> Maybe because it's in a small container, I like. The dab looks smaller. I don't even fucking know. It wouldn't make any sense. If it was in a bigger container, the dab would look smaller. Oh. Okay. Really something. Well, the flavor on that. Um, I'm like trying to put my glasses down. I'm like looking for them, but they're not there. Um. Oh my god. Flavor on that was like. Ugh! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 67 of the podcast. A couple things real quick, like normal. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at bmsglass.com. It's the best way to stay up to date on all giveaways, drops, everything we're doing at Bear Mountain Studios. Speaking of giveaways, we are doing a giveaway. It will have probably already happened by the time the podcast drops, but it's for this triple-double right here, 10 mil. And on today's episode, we're going to look at the side-by-sides of the 14 mil triple-double versus 10 mil. We got some really good hash on the table. Thanks to the homie, definitely baked. Sent me a little gift. Um, we got some 710 labs. We got here the Sweeties number seven, Living Soil, and the Bootylicious Sour Tangy number one. Fun names. But yeah, got some uh, good uh, stuff to smoke today. I'm smoking on a little bit of Mac number one right now. Uh, almost fucking out of this though. It's always a bummer. You get a big jar of some stuff and you just. You savor it forever, and then when it starts dwindling down, you get this weird anxiety as your jar gets low. And you're like, oh man, is the next jar going to be that good? It's always a little nerve-wracking. But it should be a chill episode, so make sure you guys roll up your joints, pack your bowls, heat up your nails. I'm going to be doing a little bit of all that throughout today's episode. Smoking, chilling, and hanging out. And if you've never watched this podcast before, essentially what this is is an hour rant. We talk about glass, we show function. Um, usually we get into some life stuff and little bits of philosophy, some history, whatever. Just things happen, and who knows what we're going to get into today because I don't even know. But first, I'm going to smoke this joint, take a few hits, and then we'll get right into talking about the glass because I want the... Uh, I really wanted to keep trying to start the podcast when it's all about glass. That way, if you're a new listener, you're like, it's not like immediate, like, whoa, this is heavy. Because it gets a little heavy sometimes. Ooh, this back. It hits. There's certain weed that, like, hits you like fucking hash. Like, you talk, at least I talk about, I'll smoke weed because it's more mild. But, man, some of the strains you get, like, especially the Mac, like, it's so resinous and so compact with trichomes that it literally when you take hits of it it's very similar to smoking like bubble hash i wouldn't say like concentrate but it's very similar to like this form of solventless because it's so fucking hashy super good though man it's been wild though the past couple weeks been working on a bunch of clear been crushing super hard putting in insane hours like always and i don't want to sound like a broken record because i say that a lot that i crush but it's just what i'm doing <laughs> I've been working on colored glass this week though, which is really nice because after a few weeks of just crushing out clear stuff, it's like a nice break to switch back to like some color work 
and uh, play with some new colors because we always have new colors here in the studio. Uh, Sunday sales coming up on the 18th, and that's today. The episode, the day the episode drops, is a Sunday sale. So we have a big Sunday sale, and it's um, what do we got? It's like the normal stuff. This is like mini doubles, micros, and then some triple doubles and clear, and a bu- just our normal Sunday sale drop. And we've been doing them every three weeks, but this is gonna be the last one for probably like four, maybe five weeks. Because what I'm gonna do is take a little extra time, so I have time to make flower tubes, flower bubblers, honey jar recyclers. So the reason the next Sunday sale after this one won't happen for a longer than normal is because I'm trying to build up some other pieces so that I have a little bit more variety for all the people that have been waiting for honey jars or flower tubes and just being like, he's never going to make them. So basically what I have to do is just set the time aside and stop pushing myself so hard to like do a drop consistently every few weeks. Cause it's fucking hard. It's like really hard. Um, and I'll do it for a while, but I think it's good to like take breaks. When I say a break, when I mean break, it means I'm just going to take one week. I'm not going to, I'm just going to, I'm still going to be working the whole time and, but I'm just going to take an extra week off of doing the drops so that I can make more glass and have some of the pieces that I've been talking about that I'll offer you guys on a Sunday sale. I've been talking about the flower tubes for over a year. I've been talking about dropping honey jars on a Sunday sale for over six months. So, uh, it's long overdue. So we will be dropping those after this next one. This next one's going to be our regular RBRs and all that kind of stuff. Fun new colors, a couple unicorns in there. I think there's going to be two really neat crushed opal pieces that I can't wait to share with you guys. But then after that, we're going to get some flower tubes put together, some clear stuff, some flower bubblers. I got a bubbler I'm going to make for my trainer as a little like gift for her. And um, I'm basically going to use that to like prototype like a flower bubbler that can do like trying to make something like mega affordable like you know like even less expensive than rbr to clear rbrs like i want to like make some sort of like little like flower you can use it for concentrate i just want to make some little bubble that comes with a flower slide that's like sandblasted and just is like simple but functions great so i'm going to prototype a couple things and give one to my trainer um but yeah let's get into these triple doubles let's take some dabs because this this joy before it honestly gets me too stoned if i get the hash in me Well, last week, Glasses Down episode. It's a weird one, but we did it. I was extra tempted to do Glasses Down today because I'm so f- fucking tired, but <coughs> I was like, who cares? My eyes always look like droopy and tired. Like, I was talking to um, someone that I like look up to, and it's kind of like um, someone that is well off in like um, TV movie stuff. And. He literally like said to me, he was like, dude, he's like, your Instagram is like cool. He's like, but like every post of you, you look just so fucking shot. Like he's like, you look so high or so tired. He's like, I don't know what it is. Cause I was talking to him. I was like, bro, I was like, how do I get a blue check mark? I was like, what's up? I was like, I don't see any glass blowers with blue check marks. I was like, what's the deal? And uh, he was explaining to me how the blue check mark works with agencies and publishing and all this shit. But then he was like, also too, he's like, I love your work and I love you and that stuff. But like the page, if I didn't know you and I were to look at your page, like every post where there's a person in it and it's you, you're like, your eyes, you look so fucking shot. Like he, he said something else. I'm saying shot. Cause he was telling me I look fucked up, <laughs> but, but it is what it is. I'm fucking tired all the time. I'm working like a madman. And, um, but yeah, I guess I'm like trying to find a way. I'm like, how do I present myself then in a way that like maybe doesn't look so like tired and high all the time. But how do you do that if you're tired and high all the time? You know, like, how do you like, it's very hard to pretend like you're not tired and high if you're extremely tired and high, like 
there's a lot of things you can pretend not to be tired your eyes can't hide it if i had sunglasses on all the time then yeah you wouldn't be able to tell however when you see someone with sunglasses on all the time you're like well that person's probably doing drugs and that defeats the purpose of me trying to not look high and tired so either way try to figure that out not like i want to be fucking like i'm not trying to be like mainstream or cool or famous or anything like that i just more like I'm curious why you don't see like someone like Elbow. Elbow's definitely been published a bunch of times. His page is very professional looking. It's all artwork. If there is posts with Elbow in it, he like always seems to look like, I don't know, he just looks like he's got his shit together and like looks like cleaned up and organized. Looks like someone like, oh, like that dude has his shit together. Whereas me, I look like a sleep deprived lumberjack, I feel like. So it's, I don't know, it's like, how do you, uh, how, how do you portray yourself in a way that's more professional even though i'm like what's my end goal though like why would i want to look more professional i don't know i think i want people to take our industry seriously or maybe take glass blowing and like the cannabis industry seriously but at the end of the day we shouldn't take ourselves too seriously because that leads to getting upset and egos getting hurt so maybe we should just laugh it off and be like we're just goofballs but it sucks when people like don't take your what you're doing seriously and think it's like a real viable thing like people don't understand like I meet all sorts of people because like my kid goes to school so I meet other parents and stuff and I don't tell people what I do because I'm nervous I'm like I don't want them to assume you know because like here's another thing too if they see me like working to like if someone actually went to my kid's school like one of the parents like saw me on my Instagram working at like three or four in the morning like slamming dabs and then they see me again at like 7 30 in the morning dropping off the kid at school they're like what is happening <laughs> like what are you doing like you're crazy but you know, we all got our shit we got to do. Like, I have a lot of work to do, and I'm making it happen. But, yeah. So, even though I live in Colorado, and I'm a medical marijuana patient, I have a card. This is all, everything's legal, what I'm doing. I'm a taxpayer, everything. Um, I still am hesitant on, like, letting people know that I smoke or I blow glass. I'm very, like, you know, I smoke weed out in my garage. Like, I, it's, like, a private thing. Even though I'm on the Internet showing hundreds of thousands of people, it's still, to me, a private thing that's just like a little virtual window I created into my life that people look through sometimes, but you know, I don't necessarily want everyone looking through it, especially people that know me in the real world. But yeah, okay. Let's, let's actually get to the triple doubles. Now that was kind of glass talk and just cannabis talk related stuff. All right. So 10 and 14 mil triple doubles here. I don't have a long neck 14 mil now. I broke it the other day. So I'm waiting for a new, another new one. I fucking, it was, I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but you have like a nail on the table or something and then like you have like a paper towel or a cloth and you grab it and you didn't realize like part of the reclaim and the nail was stuck to it and then you pull the cloth off the table and the nail goes flying and smashes. Oh, that's what happened to me. Um, I've broken nails in all sorts of ways, but I always shatter them into a million pieces. I should just send all the... Buckets are always good. It's always like the, like the stems on nails and it's not just like Evan Shores. It's like any nail I've ever had because I just have that tendency to like not realize that the reclaim is stuck to another object on the table and then pull it off the table and it goes fucking flying. But either way, this uh, little uh, standard 14 mil Evan Shore nail will work. She's a little chaz though. She's looking a little rough, but that's all I got right now. So we're going to fucking make it work because I don't want to put the 10 mil converter in this because last time we did that and it was fine, but I really prefer like the openness of uh, the 14 mil joint with this size piece because you want more airflow for a bigger piece that way you don't have to work as hard to get it to function and move water um i'm really stoked how these new ones are coming out though like especially with like the new style bottom of the drains with the little pucks because puck like matches the aesthetic of the perk in there and the foot 
Um, they used to be a ball, and now I've made them like these pucks. I don't know, I'm pretty stoked on it. I, I'm like, I mean, I'm sure some people prefer the ball, but it's like anything. Like, I don't really like the way the new fucking Chevy Tahoe's look. I prefer the ones from 2016, but doesn't mean it's a bad vehicle. I just prefer the way it looks like that. So I'm sure there's gonna be some people that are like, oh, I prefer the ball over the puck, but teach their own. Me as the person making them, these are always like little details I'm trying to keep dialing in to make the pieces better, better, and better. So um, yeah, they got these little pucks on them now. I'm pretty excited. This is going to be the 10 mil we're going to be giving away. Like I said, these pieces have not been smoked at all. This is completely clean water. So let's just pull on them. So they're going to do like, you know, the drains will look different. You'll still see a tornado, but it's just going to be like transparent water funnel. It won't be like that bubble drain as much because no dabs have been taken through these. So you still get like big bubbles, but yeah, you can see how those like vortexes are just like, like big transparent vortexes. You're not getting those crazy bubble drains like you do when you start taking some dabs. And then the 10 mils are pretty close in size. Uh, they are a little bit smaller just because they are a 10 mil. So I kind of like um, gauged the size and made it more like, um, proportional i guess to the 10 mil joint uh you know same exact layout less cuts though in the percolator so the perk on the 14 mil is a uh, 24 hole grid shower head in the bottom and then eight hole discs two of them above this is a 12 hole grid and six hole discs above so the 10 mils actually have less like slits and cuts in the perk uh, than the 14 so that's another uh, difference besides the size is actually the uh, perk is a little different as far as how many holes And this is the one I'm going to be giving away this week. Oh, the 10 mil sounds so different than the 14. So fun, the little bloop, the little drain when it's draining down through the discs. Super stoked on these pieces. Let's take a dab on the 10 mil first because I got it right in front of me here. Um, I haven't opened any of this hash. Let's see here. What's this one? The sweet, what's Sweeties? Sweeties number seven. Oh, hey. Forgot 710 Labs has these cool fucking little extra caps in there for like that super fresh. Well, that's really, uh, man, it almost smells like watermelons and like a little bit of citrus. This is really pretty hash. This is right out of the fridge. So it's like kind of in between butter and shatter kind of consistency as far as like um, the hash goes. It's a very small container. So it'll probably be near impossible for you guys to really see. Um, but we can still talk about it and take some dabs and see what's up. But yeah, again, shout out to Mark for the Terps. Appreciate it. Always grateful for gifts. I get a little bit of anxiety though when people give me gifts. I'll be honest with you. I grew up, uh, I had awesome parents and they did a lot for me and stuff. But you know, sometimes when you're a parent and I'm guilty of it too, cause I'm a parent now, it's like, sometimes you, it's hard to make your kids realize sacrifices or things you do for them without letting them know, Hey, like, or like giving them a little guilt trip. 
So I always feel weird getting any gifts because I get this anxiety, like someone's gonna try and make me feel bad for it or guilt trip me or some shit. So like I try not to accept like anything. Um, like like literally this hash sat in the fridge for a few days and I like wasn't gonna smoke it. I was actually gonna like hit Mark up and like try and give it back to him. But I'm like, that's fucking rude. And I'm like, I want the hash, but I just feel weird taking like gifts from people. But at the end of the day, like, I was like, oh, I just got to fucking get over my shit and just be a normal person and be like, thank you and enjoy the gift and be appreciative of people's kindness and not feel so much angst that there's all these things attached to receiving something from someone. Like, sometimes people just give someone a gift because they appreciate them. They're not looking for something. I don't know. I always get nervous. People want something, though. I'm like, oh, God, why did you give me something? What's going on? Yeah, I push the smoothie back into the smoothie because if it's been up in the straw that long, then it's warm smoothie in the straw and no one likes that. So I blow that warm smoothie back into the smoothie and then suck it all back up so it's, you know, cold again. Mm. Pro tip when using a glass straw with a thick smoothie. Cassie made this straw like years ago. I think probably six years ago maybe. We got a whole drawer full of them. She used to make... Um, straws, you know, for drinks and smoothies and stuff and sell them on our, our website. So we've been selling glass forever on our website, but it was always like pendants or straws or just like stuff like that. And like last year, then we started selling little bits of pipes on there and it's just, it's just taken off. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy how much people are supporting the Sunday sales and stuff. And I always say it, I know it's temporary. I know it's not forever, but man, I'm grateful I get to experience it now. Grateful I even get to experience people wanting to support my artwork. So many incredibly hardworking artists out there that don't ever get that opportunity to feel that or experience that. And I'm, I'm lucky that I, I have. I'm lucky that I've been able to get my product out there and people to see it. Okay, stuff is really fresh out of the fridge. So it's kind of like wants to like, it's kind of like hard in some spots and soft in others. So man, that shit smells like melons to me. Some sort of melon. There's some crazy fire hash. I, I mean, I have not been smoking a lot of hash lately. Like I told you guys, I've been smoking a lot of flour. I've actually really only been taking my dabs here on the podcast like once a week. Um, just cause things have been a little bit wild. But man, when you have this quality of hash, you can't help but be excited. It's crazy. I have a feeling Mark like buys like terps and just stores them in his fridge and like that way he always has it on deck and I feel like he pulled something out of his fridge that was extra special. Because I looked at this black one and it's like some crazy consistency of some like solventless. It looks like fucking sugar like sauce. I don't even know got to hold the dab right up to these uh taller pieces dab right it's not equipped for the big boys i do have my turbo meter over here i was just going to use that today because i could just set it right in them <coughs> all right so this 10 mil triple double the perk on it is a 12 hole gridded shower head to two eight hole discs above it those discs essentially just help the water stack to the top with minimal effort while also creating little bits of diffusion making it extra smooth 600 we're gonna let it sit for just an extra second yeah shout out to mark too this is a gift from him as well he's always giving me gifts sweet guy um let's see here okay it's probably good now because i don't want to fucking 
take a hot dab of this beautiful hash, you know? And we're going to be giving this piece away here in a couple days. Or I guess it'll already happen by the time this drops. Larger than I anticipated. Oh, God. When it's <laughs> certain consistencies will sneak up on you. You don't. <coughs> oh, my God. You don't realize the density of some hash. <sighs> Maybe because it's in a small container, I like. Oh, the dab looks smaller. I don't even fuck. If it was in a bigger container, the dab would look smaller. Oh. Okay. Really something. Well, the flavor on that. Um, I'm like trying to put my glasses down. I'm like looking for them, but they're not there. Um, oh my god. Flavor on that was like. <coughs> it was like definitely melons. I don't even know, man. Like, melons and, like, some sort of fucking, like, kush or something. But that could just be, like, the quality of how they grow their shit, that everything just has that really nice cannabis flavor, you know? Very heavy melon flavor for me. Sure, everybody gets a different profile, different temps. Oh, my God, though. <coughs> this is the end of the episode, right? This is it. Oh, my God. That was a lot for me, um, folks. Did you notice how much the function changed once I immediately put a dab through it, though? Like, I could see it from, because that's one thing cool about these triple doubles is you can look down while you're smoking, and you can look through the top of this bottom chamber and just see the vortex going. So I could tell it was already whipping down there. Um, especially when the smoke was going through the whole piece. But, yeah. Holy fuck. 10 mil triple doubles. You know, even just pulling on that again, like I got more stoned. Like that shit is really good. 710 Labs is like another level when it comes to like um, an actual legal cannabis brand because it's very difficult for these brands. I feel like sometimes for quality because it's so expensive to like really do the highest quality stuff and local governments and the state and federal government make it really difficult on these cannabis companies to be profitable. So when they can have that quality of hash and still keep putting it out, like there's just a level of skill there and just, you know, determination and hard work. I can taste it. I taste it. It's also hitting me uh, cerebrally. My brain is getting just its ass kicked right now. Oh my God, the other night, my brain literally felt like mush. Like, you know, people like say that, like, I'm like, no, like at, after like not sleeping for so long the other night and like the way I felt, like, I was like, no, my brain actually feels softer. Like it feels like this, like it like, it feels like a slug that got a little fucking salt on him. It's just starting to melt. Um, <clears throat> but then I went to bed and like one night early, like last night I went to bed kind of, like, this is going to sound so stupid because 
whenever I say this in front of my wife, she gets pissed at me. She's just like, you sound like an idiot. But I went to bed early last night. I went to bed at 1 a.m. And um, I feel pretty good today, honestly. Like, I worked out this morning. And, yeah, I'm still tired and stuff, but I don't fucking have a headache right now. I felt more positive this morning. I didn't feel, uh, like, usually a lot of time I wake up with just, like, a lot of, like, anxiety and feeling like I'm failing. So it's, like, this morning I didn't really wake up with that. I just woke up and I was like, fuck, yeah, like, let's just get it today. Let's crush. I don't know. I got excited to do the podcast. I was talking to my trainer about crazy shit and because whenever it's podcast day me and her just start talking about crazy stuff because i'm like running ideas by her 99 of them i never talk, end up talking about in here and then i'm like man i should just do a podcast with my like she should be like my fucking like co-host for shit because she is like so she's like such a good person to bounce ideas off of because like sometimes i'll talk about some crazy shit and then no one has anything else to say they just kind of look at me and go uh-huh like I'm just saying things and like she is like oh and then this and this and over this like it just I like when you can actually talk to someone especially if it's like some crazy things like we were talking about time and like just like like I was talking about like how I think like the way humans perceive time is it's like we actually like are speeding it up and we don't even realize in ourselves like we might live longer than we actually realize but because of how we perceive time currently with our current culture and everything like everything's going faster than it needs to be in our lives or yeah we may live for 80 90 100 years but maybe it's going by just as quick as someone that only lived 30 years 2000 years ago like I feel like something weird is happening with time and I only say that because I feel like I told her I'm like a controlled experiment because I do the same thing seven days a week all day all night I'm making like pretty much similar products all day so there's consistency in the, the test and I'm the consistency. I'm doing the same thing all day, every day, but time is different certain days for me. Some days I get like a ton done. Other days I get almost nothing done, but like I didn't break anything. I was working the whole time. Like why was less made? Like what happened today? Like did time go slower? Did time go faster? Like, you know, how strong was that hash? But seriously, um, time is weird. And uh, I also, like I said, I try not to take myself too seriously. So I'll talk about funny shit like this and then just I'll, you know, belittle the whole thing I said. But it's just because I have to keep checking myself because if you take yourself too seriously, you can get into some trouble. Um, there's a lot of people that have done that over history and people start taking themselves too seriously. Then they start doing crazy shit and then it affects people around them in a negative way. Whoa. Well, this is the stuff I was talking about. This is like the sour tangy bootylicious. Smells like a uh, orange creamsicle. That's how I would describe it. And it's like this like really goopy, like saucy stuff. Some rosin, some sort of solventless. I don't even know the terminology these days. I don't even fucking, I don't keep up with shit on Instagram as much as I used to. It's bad. I got, I think that's like why I'm having some anxiety because I'm like, what's cool anymore? Like you're so like focused on like being a dad and working that you're, I'm not keeping track of like what, what the next hot thing is. And it scares me because I feel like you need to keep up with all that stuff to stay relevant sometimes. I don't know. I don't know. Unless you're like a trailblazer, but that's not really, I feel like where I'm at. Like, I feel like I'm just trying to like make sure I can maintain people hearing me and seeing my work so they can find it and, 
possibly be attracted to it and want to scoop something. But yeah, running a small business of any sort and advertising and trying to find your own lane is complicated and very difficult. Um, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Everyone experiences that. You know, it's just like, how do you, but how do you keep moving forward even when it's like, feels like it's not helping or it's like maybe hurting you too. As far as like using social media stuff. Cause a lot of small business owners, I'm just gonna move this away from the mic a little bit. A lot of small business owners, it's hard to like run a social media and do all that shit. Like it's hard to like maintain a presence online and know what to post and gain a following that believes in what you're doing. It's fucking hard, it's so hard. Sometimes you make a huge effort and it literally just doesn't work for years. It's just like, and then you're like, well, do I quit and try something else or do I just keep beating my head into the wall? I did the thing where you just keep beating your head into the wall and it's starting to work out. But like at the same time, I don't know, you know, we all have a different, you know, experience and a different perspective on things, especially like, I know a lot of people that are just seem so smart and have it together. Like, Oh, this isn't work. This isn't working. They stop and try something else. And that does work. And I'm like, God, that they're so confident in themselves that they're confident enough to step away from something that they feel is, Hey, you know, I could be doing better doing something else. They step away and they find that other thing. I like, I just, I don't know. I'm, I find one thing I like and I stick with it. Like I found my wife when I was 15 stuck with it. Like, Found glass blowing when I was 20, 23, stuck with it so far. And I, I don't think I would ever stop it for anything unless I couldn't physically do it anymore. But yeah, um, let's get the temp reader. I'm just going to throw the turpometer in this one because this is a tall boy. Oh, no, I'm not ready for this one. I'll tell you what. I'm just not. You ever just, you ever just warm up a dab and you're just thinking about it and you're like, whoa, I'm not ready for this. That's how I feel right now. I feel as if I'm going to take this dab and then, and then I'm just going to be really confused. I'm going to need to keep it about glass though. We're going to keep talking about glass. All right. So 24 hole grid and then the two eight hole discs above it on the 14 mil triple doubles. We're going to take this one at about 450, taking it just a little bit low because I really want to taste this stuff. And I'm also like, I'm terrified. You know, I don't want to be that stoned right now. I got a lot to do today and I'm doing it on still not enough sleep. Or our level seems right. Okay. <coughs> Why is ash so strong? Well, that was okay. That was really true to how it smells it tastes like an orange cream school to me at 450 on a chaz now through a giant pipe tastes like the orange cream school oh and then it, then it creeps up on you the stone okay wow that is fucking strong i'm not gonna make it today that's how i feel right now i'm like oh boy got a long day ahead of me it's early we just started well, I, i've been up for like four hours already but it's gonna be a long one. All right. Okay, let's get the smoke out of this fucking piece, though. Okay. Wow. So you can even see how much the functions changed with just that one dab. 
So we can pull on this now and I mean, bubbly. And then with the second dab, it just gets crazier. So I would say if like you're taking a dab video, like I would film the second or even the third dab because then the pipe still is like super clean. And then you have a little bit of like terps in the water, a little viscosity. That way you get to show all that fun bubble trail and the path the water's following. Because essentially what you're seeing is once you take a couple dabs through a piece, I've said it a million times, but there's new people every week that watch this shit. Um, it adds like a little bit of viscosity to the water. And when the water has that little bit of thickness in there uh, and the per bubbles, some of those bubbles get trapped in the water. And then those bubbles follow the exact path that the water's going. So you get to see all the subtle, interesting ways the water's bending and twisting through the piece once that bubble trail starts flowing through it. It's just my favorite part about all recyclers. I love seeing after someone smoked it for a little bit and I get to like watch the path because that's where the art is for me. I'm like, you can't, it's like, okay. So one really beautiful thing about water pipes, especially recyclers, is the art of like form and controlling water and function. But there's this other really beautiful thing that you only can see once the piece has been used, which is an interesting aspect of this art form is seeing the way the artist has manipulated water and the way it moves through the vessel. Controlled chaos, it's, it's what it is. And when you see those bubbles going through and you see them like twisting and making like double helixes and bending through the piece, like, I don't know, that to me is like an art form, like controlling the water and like seeing like what it, shape it creates and what path it follows. Like it's, 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 it's math, it's physics, it's, you know, it's fucking, it's everything. It's cool. Again, there's me just over romanticizing smoking concentrated weeds through a water pipe. Uh, but what can you do? I have to do that because sometimes I like to like feel like it's even more special than it is, but then check myself to remember I can laugh at it and be like, just making bongs in your garage, bro. Chill out. But it's fun. Fuck it. All right. So 14 mil, 10 mil, triple double, pretty close in size, um, but they're different. I would say start with the 10 mil, see how you like it. But the 14 is, there's something special about the 14 mil diffused RBRs, the ones with the discs, the double diffused or the triple diffused like this one. There's just something special about the way they hit. Uh, Wow. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll be honest with you guys. You ever just start realizing how stoned you really are. And then you're like, Whoa, I got to keep this together. <sighs> I wish I had my other glasses on. It's just gonna, it's a bad look. It's a bad look being this stoned and tired, but it's all for good. Cause I'm fucking getting shit done, being responsible and, uh, taking care of people. So what else can you do? It's the most human shit ever. And then I'm using, plant plants that grow in the wild to like self-medicate to maintain some sanity and pain relief and anxiety you know so it's a uh, some real human shit wow i'm so stoned and not even making sense i'm really apologize this is a real fucking mess today holy cow i do wish i had my other glasses on okay well You guys ever just do like too much weeds and then like you're like, what if I do just a little more weeds? And then that might fix it. 
just gotta smoke this joint for a minute. Cause that 710 labs is no joke. I mean, they did a wonderful job. Great job with that. I mean, the flavor, the consistency, the potency. I mean, definitely feel lucky to smoke like that quality of hash. It's definitely like a luxury. And I feel like I took it for granted years ago cause I used to smoke so much hash. I used to, like me, me and the wife before we had like kids or a mortgage or anything, like we were just like renting and just blowing glass and just doing whatever, you know, being kids, young adults. God, we smoked so much hash. And I feel like we just took it for granted. We would just blow through expensive grams. Like we almost like would blow glass just to afford our hash habit. That's what it definitely was for like a couple of years. And then the growing led to like being able to smoke as much hash as we wanted because we would just have like plenty of it. We're like, all right, sweet. So now we're saving money and we can smoke as much as we want. It's just crazy. As you grow up, you smoke like sometimes less and less depending on life responsibilities and things you have to take care of. You know, you can't be fucking smoking hash like that all the time. And life happens. I meet so many glass blowers now that really only smoke weed or they don't smoke at all anymore. They just got to a point where they're like, man, it's just like, can't, like, I never would have time. And anytime I would smoke, I'd have an anxiety attack because I wasn't, my tolerance was so low. And a lot of the time people don't realize if you drink a lot of coffee and you start smoking weed and you start having anxiety attack, you're actually having it from coffee. It's not the weed. You just had too much caffeine and the weed's just going to really let you know. It almost amplifies the jitters or anxiety you'll get from too much caffeine. One way or another, usually the weed is just letting you know something's going on. It's not the thing or root cause of the problem. It's just going to highlight it and say, hey, what's up? We got an issue over here. At least that's how I like to look at it. So I'm just, you know, just working through some things, trying to feel where the pain is. Smoke the weed and figure out what we got fixed, you know. But damn. All right. Well, this Sunday sale coming up. Some of these colors that Cormac's blended up, like, I've been doing so much dad time that I haven't been out here monitoring him, and he's just mixing up some crazy shit. So we have some wild colors, like three or four colors all mixed together to make something that just has never been seen pretty much before, but they're beautiful. I love them. Like, they all, there's a couple of them that almost remind me of, like, you know, when you get a really bad, like, bruise on your ass from skateboarding or snowboarding when you, like, slam, and then, like just like all the colors it changes like from the pinks and purples and then some browns will get in there there's just like a whole fucking cacophony what's that does anyone know that word a cacophony of colors i feel like it means like a chaos or a large amount or something like that i'm trying to learn more words because i think my daughter is going to know fancy people and i'm just with how i look and really where i come from it's going to be hard to trick them so we got, I'm going to learn cool words like cacophony, but yeah. So like, you know, how you'll get a bruise like that. Well, some of these colors he's mixed up the way they like strike and everything. They look like fucking bruises. They're just like all these different colors, the way it was heated. And I'm like, okay, this is like rainbow faded bruiser. I don't even know what this is. Like these are some wild colors, but yep. All new stuff, and we'll have, I think, two 14-wheel double diffuse. I know we've already told people we're not going to have any this weekend, but there's going to be two. It's just, isn't that weird how that happens? Just to tell people no, and they're like, shit, actually, there will be two. Two colored ones and then six clear. But So eight altogether of the double diffused. God, it's like a lot to me 
But with the amount of people that are trying to get double diffused, that's like an insultingly low amount to make. But when I drop a little bit of each design, like oh, it's a lot of pieces. It takes me a while to make them, and I still with the amount, it's still impressive. I get what I get done, but it's crazy hours. That's what it is. And um, but yeah, I wish I could have more glass available. Cause yeah, only having like six or eight of one design available, and it's like the only thing like a large group of people want. Like, hmm, that might be where the problem is too. Is that like I have like four major variations of the RBR cell. And then I have these like upper like variations that I don't make as many of, but like the four core ones, there's, I only ever do like six of each. That's why those sell so quick. But like, what else can you do? I'm trying to offer variety while also maintaining consistency and drops. And I'm not trying to like outsource. I want to make this in-house forever. I always want to be making the pieces. So it's like, what can you do besides just keep trying to organize it and find more efficiency within your chain of commands and continue to work on it. That's it. It's a long game. It's just like investing. It just, you got to put the money in and hope the people that you're investing in actually believe in themselves enough to work their ass off to make it more valuable. That's what I try to do. I try to work my ass off to maintain value or even add value to things. Like, so people know, like, that fucking dude's not stopping. Every time I buy a pipe, he's not fucking flying out on a vacation. Right after a Sunday sale, he's fucking up to 3 in the morning again working. You know, I could take it off and chill and play video games or something. No. Like, the bills are paid. I could take that day off. No. I'm going to work again to 3. I want to let people know that you're investing in me. Like... I'm not stopping. I'll make sure that I work super hard. I get better and better at this craft and I put the money back into the company and build something that is valuable and fun for all of us where we can offer more and more things and do more things. Cause I eventually want to get into event planning stuff like and doing large events and stuff in Denver. I, I'm not doing anything until 2022 though, because you know, we still, we're still in a crazy time. I'm not trying to take dabs with like, 50 people I don't know no offense I think you know I've just been in my garage I don't know what's going on <coughs> I've been to the grocery store all right um fuck dude but yeah I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about maybe it was something important hopefully I don't repeat myself again sometimes you never know at least I don't I've done this many episodes I don't even know I just been with us for over over half of them now he's heard me talk for way too much I feel bad for Aisha He's so nice to me, and he just comes here and just does an awesome job. All right, I need to clean my nail. I kind of want one more dab on the 10 mil, just not as big as that first one. That one was like the fucking, that one like ruined me. I had to like hang on to something. Like the whole room was shaking. Aja was sitting still just looking at me like curiously, and I'm over here. I'm like, you feel that? Just coughing. I had to turn around. Oh, just not qualified. You ever just feel underqualified, you know? I'm not, I'm getting worse at smoking weed. I've been practicing for over 11 years every day and I'm getting worse at it. And you know, I think what it is, is I'm, even though years ago I was grinding like 24 seven, I'm, I swear I used to be able to sleep in though before we had a baby. I've said this recently, even maybe in the last episode, I, cause I'm trying to figure out what's going on with me, why I'm so tired. Maybe I'm growing up. I don't know. But 
I think it's the consistently waking up early every day, no matter what time I go to bed. Whereas before, she, you know, she was here. If I stayed up really late and need to sleep in, I fucking would. Now I wake up every day. I work out and I'm doing all these things. And I'm like, damn, dude, like I'm about to figure out. I'm going to get back to my schedule that I was doing for a while. If you guys watch episodes on the podcast from like maybe four months ago, um, I was like on this thing where I'm like, I don't fucking work to 4 a.m. anymore. Like I only like work to midnight and I'm going to bed like I'm, I'm resting. I'm taking care of myself. Well, the world ended after we went on our first vacation in 11 years with the family. And I'm now back on my 4 a.m. shit and it's gross and I hate it. And I'm about to get off it again. I just got to, like, um, figure it out because <laughs> shit's crazy. But it's okay. It's fun. It's exciting. That's the only thing I can say. My wife doesn't get it with me. And I'm like, honey, I can't even, like, if I really try to think about things and feel, like, sad about it, like, I'm not going to get anywhere. I'm just going to hurt. But if I look at everything, like, I'm going into battle and I'm getting amped up and the battle is to conquer as much glass and reach as many customers as possible to like create capital to help the people that we love that are in trouble and things are happening to, then that's the battle I want to go fight. So I can feel like that's like so primal. That's like what I feel like every man truly wants to feel is feel like needed and feel like they're like valuable and feel like confident that they could take care of the people that need them. Like that's some like real shit. Like it's like primal. It's like in our all of our brains. And if it's not there, I don't know. I don't know what that is. But for me, I don't know. I watched too much too much fucking three hundred Lord of the Rings growing up. You know, I saw too many dudes with beards and swords running around. I went to like Scottish games and stuff growing up though. There was like kilts. Like my dad brought my daughter like all this like Scottish stuff when she was born. Like this special because he's about all that. And I love that. And I think as I get older, I'll start getting really weird and into stuff like that. It's kind of what happens. Your brain starts like going on this weird thing where like you think about like genetics and where you come from and you try to appreciate your heritage as much as you can. I don't know. I don't know. Rambling. Let's take another dab and see what happens Um, because the 710 Labs is really something crazy. We're going to go with that same stuff from the beginning because that orange stuff was like creeped up on me and it was a little scary like i felt like there was someone behind me like trying to get me for a minute and that was a little scary and i'm glad you guys were here i'm glad i was here honestly because i might have been i might have had to run away because that shit like creeped up on me it was strong this stuff that tastes like melons though is just like just potent in its own way but i'm gonna take a little smaller dab a little lower temp and just try to enjoy the 10 mil gun whoa tell you if i was more rested i would be so good right now but instead i mean i went to bed at one but it's still that's not good you need to you need at least six hours of sleep guys i don't care who you are you shouldn't grind it like this only do it if you have to do it you don't need to grind like this to be successful what i'm doing right now has nothing to do with being successful it literally has to do with like handling shit It has to do with just saying, oh, this is going on, I'll handle it. Let me get to the studio. Let me reach out to the people who support me. And it's just, this is a necessity right now. This has nothing to do with being successful. Being successful is also taking care of yourself, being healthy. That's a huge part of being successful. Not just grinding your ass off, that's silly. That's one part of a way bigger picture. Balance is key. 
And what I'm doing right now is a very temporary thing. I know I just have to do it for a few more, maybe a few more months max. Um, and then I can slow down and get back to my collaborative work, maybe get back to traveling with other glass blowers, doing events, um, maybe doing some like wholesale stuff and doing drops in stores. Like maybe we can get back to some normalcy if the fucking world will stop ending. It just has to stop, you know, but I, the other day I was listening to a, you know, a young man from, uh, from Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, and he was talking about the more money you have, the more problems you have. So if I'm trying to gain more capital to help pay for a bunch of people I love and take care of some shit and fix things and make sure I can have protection for all these people that don't, maybe generating that capital the more money, more problems. Yeah, maybe. But <coughs> either way, fuck it. Because we're just going to keep doing this. So what, it's what works for me. I like being this tired. When I'm too rested, I start thinking about way too much shit. I'm trying to be in this perfect balance of like semi-sleep deprived, but not so much that I'm running headaches and dizziness. You want to be sleep deprived, but not so much that that's happening. But not so rested that you start thinking about too much into the future, like people you love getting passing away and stuff like that. You, you need a balance. You can't go too, too rested. At least for me, if I'm too rested, I start fucking, I start thinking about too much shit. I need to be, I need to be tired enough where my body is just has enough energy to focus on life systems like breathing, walking, eating, but not enough rest where I can think about. Oh my God, your family's getting older. Oh my God, this is happening. Oh, what, what if people stop buying your glass? And what if this, ha I can't do that. And that happens if I'm too rested. It also happens if I smoke too much hash, but we'll see what happens today. I think it's going to be a great day. I woke up in a good mood. The hash is fire. I got some beautiful pieces in my kiln. I've been working on the last couple of days that I'm really excited. I hope I can finish them. Um, so there's a lot of positive things happening. And every morning I wake up with, two people who love me. I have a beautiful little family, so I'm like fucking super lucky. Um, but I'm also human, so I have the ability to feel, you know, overwhelmed and not appreciate all the gifts I have sometimes. All right, we're taking this at 420. That's how I say 420 sometimes when I'm too stoned. Don't realize I'm filming on camera because that's how I say it to my wife because I make fun of myself. I don't take it too seriously. I think 420 is just funny. When I was a kid, it was a big deal, though. We had a lot of fun at 420. It was the one day that we all didn't, like, count who packed water, how many grams. We would just keep just packing bowls or making giant fucking blunts. And <coughs> <coughs> Well, that is really good at 420. Even It was really nice. It was low temp. It was perfect. I think I just need to go lower temp on the podcast, honestly. When I take those hot dabs, those are the ones that get you. If I took everything around 450 to 420 on the on the turbo meter, on the dab rate, I would say it's closer to like 520 to 540. If I took everything in that range, probably like wouldn't feel the same intensity of the THC and stuff because it's really a temperature thing, I think, sometimes. 
because I remember when I first started dabbing back in the day, oh my gosh, I mean, you, you're just taking red hot dabs all day, and you're getting like, ter- like so stoned, it was crazy, it was no good, I'm glad that was short lived, it was only a few years, but man, that couldn't have been good for us, they definitely weren't purging this shit too good back then either in 2009 in time, they didn't know what was going on, at least not in New York, not where I was. Man, after you take a dab, this is two dabs to us now. Now this thing is just probably just going. Ooh, I see. There was like reclaim going through it. Little, little yellow reclaim balls. Fun. Oh man, this piece just tastes like fucking melons. Wow. Because I took the same dab through it twice, it literally tastes like fucking just almost like a uh, honeydew, something. Not like a watermelon. It's like a like a honeydew melon. Hmm. Oh, the fourteen mils. Like this is a fucking pipe. I'll tell you what, when you get one of these, I think the people that have gotten them have been shocked. They're like, whoa, this is a fucking, it's a pipe. This is a big pipe. Like, like yeah. It's expensive. It's big. It's like over a thousand dollars, so it's expensive. But they fucking shred, um, and it's like the most affordable way to get the triple double function. Because most of the triple doubles I do in color are really expensive because they're full crushed opal. There's just like so much money and material and color in them, and time and prepping and everything. It's just they're they take ten times the amount of time. Um, but yeah, I do offer like these in small batches here and there just so that people have, you know, the op- option to have some of that function that's in those bigger pieces I do that are full crushed opal. A lot of people really like them though because you can see, they actually prefer the clear because you can see everything going on and all the mechanics in it. So those big crushed opal ones are like sometimes darker colors. You can still see it all, but this is like, you can really see it because it's clear glass. Yeah. All these pieces. We have so much stuff in the works too for like next year's RBRs. Like, I just knew this was going to happen once I got my lathe. I was going to start dialing in these designs even more and adjusting stuff and then give myself the ability and consistency where I could add some really cool details to my pipes that I could never do before because I couldn't be consistent enough by hand in like large batches. But now I've learned so, I've been on my lathe for almost a year now. And I'm learning so much about consistency and just how to use the machine that some of the RBRs that I mean, I can't wait to share and show you guys some of the new products that are going to be coming out in the next like eight months. Um, and just all of our drops are still going to be small amounts of every style piece. However, the drops should become way more consistent and they've been really consistent, but like still really consistent with small, um, like, or maybe large to accessory drops in between. So there'll almost be like a drop basically like every week or every other week, whether it be like functional pieces or functional caps or accessories and stuff like that. Just so that way that the website is more active and like people have like little things they can kind of look forward to as well as like more affordable products too. So I'm working on a bunch of different stuff so that there's also stuff on there that people can support Baron Studios and have something, but not also like break the bank. So, and not just apparel, I'm like talking about like glass stuff. So uh, we're working on a lot of stuff in the background 
and um, might be adding another team member full-time here soon so they can help with all these new projects and ideas I have to bring with function I just I just need people to keep helping me with prep because like I still prep like a bunch of different sections for these pieces like all the clear stuff like my guys don't touch at all like I I'll, I make like everything from scratch um with the colored stuff like Cormac preps um I'd say almost 100% of the color Brandon does like small batches of color but Brandon mostly does opals um now he does he's been practicing for months and I think he's got it now so I'm gonna let him go full-time on opals which is gonna open up opportunity for someone else to come in um now that Brandon's moving on to something else that he's dialed it in after a lot of practice and a lot of hard work and uh yeah um wow you know I thought about taking a dab right as I was talking about something important and then I got scared. Has that ever happened to you? You just like, <laughs> just get interrupted by a little fear, a little fear hits you. Whew. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I'm stoked to see my guys like improving and be able to move on to like actually going full time with certain like steps and process and prep, but I still have to make all the pipes. I don't have anyone shaping any of the stuff. Everything is me. Um, but I still need help with prep because I work what I'm realizing is I work enough to have three full-time prep guys supplying me prep because I'm just like going maybe even four if someone can learn to make the perks. Yeah, it's gross, but I know that working this hard, even if I fail, I'll, I can't, I can't, I won't be ashamed. Although you fucking tried, bro. Like, you fucking tried. Like, who cares if you failed? Now just go be homeless with Evan on the beach. Fuck it. Just find a cool box to live in and just know you gave it your all, man. It doesn't even matter if you didn't fucking make it. But, yeah. All right, I'm going to take one last dab because I think we're about there. Um, but, yeah, it's been a, another interesting episode. Kind of glass. Kind of don't really even know what I talked about. Oh, come on now. This torch is almost seven years old, but she's still going. These blazers. I don't like having a short neck now. I prefer the long ones. I don't like getting any like torch fire hitting any glass objects, especially at welds. I really shouldn't be too worried about it though because it's boro, but I'm just like, I'm always careful. Damn, I'm just seeing these pieces. I've like, can see how much I've learned on my lathes in the last year. And I'm just like, just so stoked. This is like the dream for me is to was to eventually have a machine and be able to like make the precision and the level of cleanliness I wanted to make. And I'm like, I'm learning so much. I'm getting, I'm getting there. So grateful for all the people that support Bear Mountain Studios too. It's so funny being like a, this is such a small like little industry and we're and just being like a, a small company in an industry no one knows is really an industry is just, it's just, it's like scary, but it's also really exciting. It feels so special. But um, most of the people I meet in the world, they have no idea that like people blow glass and make pipes and sell them to people. Like they have no idea. But believe me, I'm telling you guys right now, the future I'm seeing in the next 15 to 25 years, something's going to happen with cannabis. It's going to be huge glass is going to become 
because once once everyone has availability of the best weed in the world and it's always available and it's easy to get they're going to want more accessories they're going to want things that make their smoking experience more memorable or fun or have objects that they can have memories embedded into for nostalgia so as they grow old they can hold them and remember that time they smoked with all these friends and had that great conversation glass is going to become so much more valuable and if you have pieces from like the time of prohibition these are prohibition era period pieces they're going to be worth so much more in the future it's going to be a really interesting future too i believe it i think that like you know i honestly hope that bear mountain studios is doing like glass installations at like hash bars and stuff like and we design all the pieces and the pieces match the whole like flow of the bar and like just like when you go to a certain bar and they serve like sam adams or some shit like that and they have like you know all the different like i don't know like coasters and shit like that but like i'm just trying to make it more like relatable as far as something we currently have guys and bar was the first thing i could think of but yeah just a lot of stuff i want to do all right i see in the future honestly So there's always going to be ups and downs in the community and things are going to become hard or easy at times. But I think that we're heading towards not just federal legalization, but like global legalization of cannabis and like, and not even, yeah, of course there's going to be people like, oh sweet, I have weed, but it's going to be because a lot of powerful people want some monies because there's a lot of, a lot of money to be had in these industries. And I think they want a piece of it and that makes it kind of scary too. I don't know, so maybe Glassblower someday will be like Jedi, and like, because the Glassblower industry will be like some fucking crazy, like, I don't even know, I smoked too much weed today, and that's all that happened, I'm gonna watch some Star Wars today, it's gonna be awesome, and I can't wait, it's gonna be fun, but I hope you guys have a great day, Sunday sales happening here in a little bit, if you're watching this on Sunday, early in the morning when it comes out, if not, it already happened, but maybe there will be a piece there, this might be the Sunday sale, people don't buy anything, I don't know, I don't want to jinx it, but shit happens, you know? But either way, I appreciate you folks that support the What's Up Everybody podcast, number episode, episode 67. Oh my God, I'm barely keeping it together. That was really tasty though. That's that melon stuff. I can't stop dabbing that. It's like Kush melons. Wow, that's good. All right, guys. Well, have a great day and thank you so much. Appreciate you.